Recording in progress. Hey guys, welcome to 57. FFS already fucked up. Seven? Uh, yeah, 57. To, yeah, welcome to episode 57 of Res Hockey. <laughs> that totally yeah. just ruined my that's mojo a, right now. That's all right. I'm not going to edit this. We'll just go non edit. Let's go with the flow. Non editing. Uh, welcome to Res Hockey. I'm Trev. Oh. And with me, as always, is Danny Major, aka <laughs> <laughs> Bush. Yeah, Danny Major. <laughs> I like the way that sounds. It does. Yeah, sounds it Francais. Yeah, Danny Major. What's up? Not much. It's uh, it was cold today. It was cold. It was. It's- I had to work yesterday. Yeah. For uh, ba- a youth baseball tournament that one of the programs at my work puts on, and it was I was at it was like a twelve hour day, and we were outside the whole day. Oh, I feel for you. It was raining. It was windy. It was cold. So I stayed home today because I had a runny nose and I had kind of <laughs> a little bit of fever today. I was like, damn it. Uh oh. So fall cold. Yeah, I know. I don't feel too bad, but uh, oh well. What can you do? Yeah, all for the youth. All for the youths. Yeah. Um, I want to correct a mistake that we made last week. I thought to like last week was September twenty sixth. Remember, because we did. That's, uh, that's what I yeah. Because when truth you sent me the link, I was, uh, like waiting for it. Like, Okay, when is it? And then I looked. Uh, it is when you... this Friday, oh, September thirtieth. Yeah. And I said last week that it was this, like, oh, whatever, right. this past Friday. But I stand corrected. <laughs> but like I said, uh, this Friday, September thirtieth, is yep. Truth and Reconciliation Day. Don't forget to wear your orange. I, I don't know. I was a week ahead, I guess. So my bad. That's okay. Uh, Raz Hockey would like to give acknowledge a, a land acknowledgement that we on we are recording on Treaty Three territory, home of the Anishinaabe, aka Ojibwe, and uh, and Bush. <laughs> Thank you for uh. Being on this beautiful yeah. territory, that's out. It's all right, I guess. Mm-hmm. So so, it's nice. It's, it's nice. nice out here. Yeah, it's nice out here. It's not too bad. Um, our guest, our guest for episode fifty-seven, he was recently drafted by the Vancouver Canucks. He is currently playing with the Tri-City Storm of the United States Hockey League. He is from Eagle Lake First Nations and a forward with the Eagle Lake Chiefs. Our guest is Mr. Damon Gardner. Uh, yeah, it was a good interview we yep. did earlier with Damon. Bright kid. He has a really bright feature and down-to-earth kid. It was a, it was a, it was a fun time yeah. talking with him. It was good finally get to meet, uh, get to meet a hold of him. <laughs> get a hold of him <laughs> and meet up with him. His summer's been crazy, I bet, for him. Oh, I bet. Like, what did he say? He had uh, how many interviews did he say he had? He had over like, twenty was... interviews with NHL teams. Yeah, 
I knew it for our first one. Yeah. <laughs> little little bit of perspective. He went in the, he went in the third round. Like, do you imagine a like a, a first the, rounder? The, like the first rounders, how often they're getting called, how often they're getting this crazy. Like yeah. it's awesome though. That was a good yeah, we talked off the year and you mentioned yeah. that it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh because of the week. Go ahead. Because of the week. Very, very no, not very special. Just got overzealous there. Because uh, of the week, he is a new listener. I work with him. His name is Courage Wapiok. He hails from Sholik First Nation. Um, he works at Neewin Donamic, and he used to work at Kenora Makwa Patrol. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. He knows, he knows all the ins and outs of all the um, people there. <laughs> I don't want to call. I don't want to label them, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Courage is good to have you listen to us. He said he listened to uh first couple episodes on the way to Winnipeg last weekend to get his new truck. Thanks, Courage, for uh, the support. And yeah, keep listening. Keep on being deadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout outs. Do you have any shout outs for this episode shout 57? Out. Yeah. Like give a shout out to everybody, all the parents, you, Trevor, everybody else that used to get up. And drive all their kids that to the 6 a.m. morning practices, the tryouts, the tribulations, the coffees, everything. Thank you. Because my mom did that for me. And it's awesome. To, it's awesome to see that. It's awesome to hear about it. I have a shout out. Uh, this past Friday, I went to Dryden, Ontario, and I went to go watch uh, the Dryden Ice Dogs play the Cam River Fighting Walleye out of the SIJHL. And we, when I went with Jack, Jack Dawson, um, Jack Dawson is like the third or fourth cousin of the Jack Dawson from Titanic. And I went with Jack anyways. And we end up seeing um, our friend, Jamie Gardner from Eagle Lake. Uh, Jamie's, uh, he's everything for the Chiefs. Chiefs hockey, he's the manager. He does the equipment. He does the ro- filling out of the rosters. He runs around and manages the team so yeah we stood with jamie during the game had some good laughs and some good talks and want to give a shout out to him because a lot of these managers that manage these first nation hockey teams they don't get a lot of uh recognition and a lot of uh like oh look at jamie he's doing this he's doing that doing such a good job but he he does a lot for the team and like uh last week because of the week leslie she mm. helps with the Canoe Lake Young Guns, and these uh, these managers, these helpers, do a lot for these. A lot of does. Oh, damn it! I'm so tongue tied, man. <laughs> a- they do lots for these hockey teams. So I just want to give a shout out to Jamie. And I know my mom. Oh, I know my mom doesn't listen, but mm. I want to give her a shout out too. Um, she sent me some stuff like a. She calls it a care package. <laughs> there was like four novels and like four books of them about the maple leaves there was uh a moose factory scrappers jacket which i'm gonna wear and she she uh, got me a brand new beaver hat so i'm gonna be wearing that this winter for sure and the best thing about that is like that uh best smell is that smoked moose hide oh yeah it was so that's very distinct i like it I opened the box and that was the first thing you could smell is that smoke <laughs> moose high. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so thanks mom for the, for the care package. I can't wait to wear that hat. 
Oh yeah. I'd be strutting in that. So uh yeah, that's it for shoutouts. So um what else? Uh exhibition games. Any exhibition show? games. They're starting. Have yeah. you uh I watched, I watched a little bit the Leafs in Ottawa. Of course. I guess there was like a double header, but I caught the second game. Oh. It wasn't too bad. They got Austin Matthews penalty killing. Really? Yeah. yeah. Might as well. Different roles, yeah. I'm sure you could pre- still score, right? It's preseason. I mean, you know, uh, might as well go on, coach. I'm going out there. <laughs> well, Gretzky, was he? He was a penalty killer, eh? Yeah, Curry was. Gretzky, too, because didn't Gretzky score that? Uh, shorthanded goal over Vernon. Yeah, that was shorthanded. In the yeah, that was shorthanded in, yeah. in overtime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think the like the best players like Ovechkin, Malkin, or McKinnon, like the new McDavid, new, McDavid, like should they be penalty killing? Um, if they're up by four, if they're down by four, no, don't. Yeah, don't I bother. Can, like. Save as a four-minute power play for the other team. You don't want your superstar on the other team sitting for four minutes, right? Yes, because there's a possibility of them being hemmed in for the entirety of the four minutes. Yeah, and then what? Like your gas for the next shift. So no, I don't. I don't think it's discretion, but I don't. I don't think they should. I because I just don't think. Especially if they're up by like three or four goals. For Too much ice time goals. and just yeah. it'll totally drain them out. Mm-hmm. I think so. That's well, like when, uh, like in the last uh, maybe four or five games, don't trust them. Like, don't trust Matthews, Martin. Like, don't trust yeah. them. Or I mean, even just let them skate for a little bit and then just say, okay, have a seat and how about coaching? <laughs> I, I like watching exhibition games because you get a lot of these minor league players who are trying to make the big club. Mm-hmm. They're doing more than what a, like a normal pl- like a player on the roster would do. They'll go out there and hit. They'll go out there and fight and just really muck it up. Because you're yeah, you got to impress the scouts and GMs yeah. and coaches, right? So you're playing with that extra chip on your shoulder. But when I was watching the Toronto and Ottawa game, then I watched Winnipeg and Edmonton yesterday for a bit. Ever since watching Judd, Judd Blockwater play at the Freddy with his breathing technique, I've been I was I've been watching to see if any NHLers have that same breathing technique. Anything? Nothing. I haven't noticed it. No. That's bizarre. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have watched Judd play in. He has this really cool breathing technique. I, don't, I mean, I'm going to ask him about it because it's really cool and fascinating. Like, he takes these really deep breaths and, like, he breathes in, breathes out heavy. And it's, I don't know. We'll have to ask him about it because yeah. it's, it's hard to uh, really talk about or hard to, to describe. You, mm-hmm. you have to see him play to understand his oh, breathing technique. Yeah. Cool. Another speaking of the Freddy and teams, I want to give another shout out. If you notice, very very pleased to announce about Sydney Daniel. Oh yeah, Sid. Did you, did you see that? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, her dad, Scotty Daniels, the guy that has like the guy with the best mullet still. Ever. Yep. He, he messaged me a, sto- a story about Sid, and he said that she resigned from her. Uh, 
Harvard University women's hockey team role. She was an assistant coach to take on that job with the Winnipeg Jets, and she's just going to be doing the college circuit scouting. Yeah, that that's amazing. That's awesome. Like we're so happy for Sid. Sid was like episode eight. She was. Yep. She was one of the the early. the original guest originals the ogs the, the ogs yeah so that's awesome man imagine going around getting paid to go watch hockey especially college uh, hockey yeah, i love I think, college hockey yeah you get to go to different schools and because every college arena is different and that's cool i'm super pumped for her that's awesome mm-hmm. congratulations sydney Congrats, the best Sid. here yeah um rumor Hear that oh, big rumor about Ethan Bear possibly cool. going to Vancouver. That would be wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. He'd be top four. Yeah. I could see he'd, him being top he'd, four. He'd be getting the minutes, that's for sure. Then Brady, Brady Keeper would yeah. go in that five six slot. That'd be really good. I think I'd probably be a quiet Vancouver fan for sure. Yeah. We definitely acknowledge them, that's for sure. But It'd be nice, man. I'd, <laughs> yeah. I'd get a well, you know what'd be cool to get? Uh like a nineties version of Ethan Bear's jersey. Yeah. And just that uh, with the Quisalavics too. Yeah. That'd be a cool jersey to get. Should order one now, just in case. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just make it our own, yeah. Just in case. Yeah. Yeah, and Br- there's another there was another story of Brady, Brady Keeper and uh, he said he feels the best shape of his life the, during his interview. And I hope he makes it. That's a hard thing to come back after oh, breaking yeah. your leg and not yep. playing a whole season. I know. I can't imagine that, but he uh, he looked good. Uh, he looked good at the Freddy. Yeah, he did. But you can tell he wasn't really trying, trying. He was kind yeah. of just out there not getting, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either, but just <laughs> kidding. But he looked good out there, though, skating. Yeah. But he did get hit once pretty good. And that's the scary thing, right? Yeah. The NHL are playing in a res tournament. I know. What's going on over there? I had a, there was a, looked like a little fruit fly going on in around here. Maybe it was just the little fluff forms. thought I'm seeing things down here. Get some chopsticks, man. Be Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> yeah. You know what I did watch on Friday? I watched Karate Th- Kid 3. <laughs> oh, man. I, was got... I think that's the worst Karate Kid movie ever. That was Karate pretty Kids cheesy. Pretty horrible. After talking bad about Cobra, Cobra Kai. Cobra, I know. He's like, oh, it showed up on Netflix. It's like, oh, okay, I'll watch Karate Kid 3. That's really oh. bad. Yeah. Whoever wrote that script shouldn't be able to write. Oh, no. But yeah, I don't know what made me watch that. <laughs> Robert Kai, Karate Kid 3. One show I've been watching lots is uh, Meet the Goldbergs or The Goldbergs. Meet the Goldbergs. Interesting. It's a good show. It's a show about a family in the 80s. Um, I've been watching. I think I'm on season season six. It's a good show. Are you watching any shows? Um, Dahmer. Oh yeah, I heard that. I've been seeing like Facebook 
it's pretty Pe- creepy. Me and Sue are watching it. We started watching it today, tonight, and it's a, it's creepy. It's it, there's a couple of parts where it makes you uncomfortable, but really, when it when it when it, when, it, when the show does that to you, then it then it's it's pretty good at capturing the. Well, it's not a comfortable story to share for one, and if it if the producer and director draws you in that way, then yeah, I think they're doing good. So yeah, it's <laughs> you see what I mean when you watch it. It's just how many. Uh, TV shows or series or episodes. Episodes. We are on. We just finished up three before uh, about half an hour ago. Holy jeez! Yeah. Is it like gory or? No, it's it's more psych. It's more psychological. What? How is you can see his way of thinking and how he shaped the way he is. Or I don't know, it's just you gotta watch it. It's crazy. Mm. It's eerie. <laughs> Isn't there a new Star Wars show out? Andor, yeah. What's that about? It takes place with one of the main characters from Rogue One. I don't know. And how he forms a rebellion. And how they inspire the rebellion against the Empire. That's Darth Vader? I'm not going to entertain your your, uh, jabs. And my and my fandom about Star Wars dun, listeners, dun, 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 all right. Dun, 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 dun. You need to unite with me on this and try and convert Trevor to a Star Wars fan. The Mandalorian, uh, yes, he's What's part the of the other guy's uh, name. The other uh, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, that's it. Yeah, the other bounty hunter. Yeah, if you had to pick a character to play, would it be Boba Fett or the Mandalorian? See, now you're well. You can't be the Mandalorian. You, you got to be Mandalorian because you can't you can't play Boba Fett because uh, didn't he take off his mask and he's not a Mandalorian? He did yet. Yeah. He's not a Mandalorian no more. They're gonna find that out. Yeah, he doesn't live by the old creed now. Apollo Creed. Apollo. <laughs> 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 oh man, we can go on and on talking about this stuff. Instead, let's head over to our interview with Mr. Damon Gardner of Eagle yeah. Lake First Nation. Let's go. Okay. Am I too close? To, am I nope. loud? No, nope. you're, oh. you're coming in good. Coming in good? Like Howard Stern. <laughs> Howard Stern. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, episode 57, uh, we would like to introduce our guest for the show. He is from Eagle Lake First Nations, which is just outside Dryden, Ontario, and beautiful Trudy Three territory. He was drafted by the Vancouver Canucks this past June, and he's currently playing in the USHL for the Tri-City Storm. Uh, Res Hockey would like to introduce to you our guest, Mr. Damon Gardner. Welcome to the show, Damon. All right, thank you for having me. When I was saying Tri City Storm, I almost said Dull Storm. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, Dull Storm's uh, import for the North American, Mr. Damon Gardner. Yeah. <laughs> <Still alive. laughs> yeah. Um, you were recently drafted by the Vancouver Canucks uh, in the 2023. 2022 i almost said 2023 uh how was it getting dropped uh getting dropped and your name called with uh family in eagle 
Yeah, um, it was a crazy experience. You know, all my family there, they're all watching with me. Obviously, it was a little nerve wracking. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I was just super happy. And then I was just really, really content with like how everything went. So, yeah, it was it was unreal. How many uh, interviews did you have uh, prior to Um, the draft? Yeah, uh, I had about 20 interviews and they're all they're all a little bit different. Like I had some phone interviews, some Zoom interviews, some in-person interviews. And yeah, they all went pretty well. Like some some teams had more interest than others. Like so I talked with like a lot of scouts saying like um, one staff more than in, or in one um, team than another. So can you mention like what team were you like the most nervous with like your palms and you were just sweating buckets just thinking hope I get through this interview okay yeah for sure I mean I definitely had like some favorite teams like um like Vegas like they're they're a pretty nice team but with like Vancouver I was pretty I was happy with them like it's a great city and stuff like that so I know I wasn't super nervous for these interviews I was kind of like I was just being myself so I thought it went well um so you attended uh the canucks development camp how was that experience yeah it was good uh so like after uh july 8th that was a draft day i got a call um basically just saying like hey can you come out tomorrow and we'll fly you out here (laughs) stay for a week so it all happened so fast like i drove um four hours back to winnipeg from eagle lake like the day of and then flew out the next morning so it happened pretty quick uh, the Sedines were um, like uh, guest uh, coaches for that uh, development camp. How, how was it working with them and seeing, I'm sure they still have silky mitts and just saucing that puck. Yeah. Like how were they being able to learn from like two of the best, I guess, right? They're Hall of Famers. Yeah. Yeah. They had a lot of like nifty tricks that it was like hard to get down, but like they're <laughs> definitely like, they're like funny to be around. They're always making jokes and just, you know, smiling and then, we had to do like a competition hike up the mountain and then they were, they got first and second. Like they do it every year. They do it for fun. So like all the other guys are struggling and then they just won by like 10 minutes. So it was crazy. They're freak athletes. Yeah. You're up. Is that me or is that you? Oh, sorry. (laughs) For uh, selecting your equipment, right? You get Vancouver colors, the blue, um, what was the process of selecting the equipment for the development camp? Um, so basically they just had everything ready in our stalls. So I was number 61. Um, all my stuff had like 61 on it, like my shoes, um, slides, helmet, gloves. So that was like, that was neat. Just getting all that stuff, you know, just feeling like a pro, like already just in, at like development camp and um, everyone else had that too. So I think there's about like 36 guys around 40 guys. So, everyone was getting that same experience. So it was unreal. Uh, did you pick your, like the brand CCM or did you, did you pick it for you? Uh, they picked it for us. So everyone just got CCM, I believe, except yeah. for like some, some guys that play in the AHL, they already use like whatever their, um, the Abbotsford Canucks, whatever they use. Yeah. Yeah. Were you uh, happy just to get CCM? Cause I know like you, like with junior in the U S you're a bar guy. So where you kind of, Oh, like, damn, this is CCM. I don't want to wear a CCM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have no preference. I like, uh-huh. uh, I just like wearing the gear. So yeah. that was pretty sweet. Yeah. Do you have a favorite memory from uh, attending the camp? 
Um, yeah, there's a lot. I would definitely say the one that sticks out to me most is probably, you know, hiking up the mountain, just how hard that was. I think it took my group about 45 minutes and that's just like, it was, it was not fun at all. Like it was definitely tough, but definitely gonna have to train for it next year. So like, how was it? Like, did they put you up in like nice hotels and just five-star meals every, every day and just treat you like a rock star? Yeah, for sure. We were staying at like a hotel about um, two minutes away from the Vancouver arena. And then, so we would just walk there every morning, get um, breakfast. And then we'd usually have like a team meeting. And then we'd usually always, we'd always have like two skates a day. So then we'd go to uh, UBC, we'd warm up for like a bit, um, skate, and then we'd work out, skate again. So it was long days. They're always keeping us busy. Uh, were you able to keep the equipment or did you have to give it back? Uh, yeah, I got to keep the equipment. Nice. So, uh, do you wear yeah. it during, uh, your practice when you at the storm practice? Do you just like, yeah, this is my Vancouver stuff. I'm going to wrap it. <laughs> no, no. In the summer skates I did though. Yeah. yeah. Like I was, yeah. Cause we were in the pro groups. All the guys just had like, you know, their NHL gear on. So I was, you know, might as well like wear it. So. If you're interested, Bush will buy your stuff off you. <laughs> Pretty uh, fair price too, just to have some pro stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds good. That's good to know. <laughs> uh, you played high school hockey in Warroad, Minnesota. Um, can you let the listeners know, like, how big high school hockey is in Minnesota? Because um, I don't think they'll be able to understand, like. I didn't know either until I went to a game. I think I went to go watch Minnetonka and Eden Prairie, and that was huge. Um, yeah, let's comp- let's uh, just explain to the listeners like how big high school hockey is in Minnesota. Yeah, for sure. So a lot of teams like um, they'll get recruited. Like a lot of kids in that play Minnesota hockey, high school hockey, uh, they get recruited by like NCAA teams, D one teams. So I know. Last year, I played with Jason Shogby. He's uh, he's committed to University of Minnesota Duluth. He was uh, he was amazing to play with. He's a really good kid. Uh, and you know, at our state championship finals uh, for single A, I think we had like ten thousand fans watching in the uh, XL Energy Center. So, you know, just playing in front of a crowd like that is just a little nerve wracking, but it was like it's fun at the same time. So, it's uh, it's definitely big in Minnesota. Where's uh, Jason playing this year? So he's doing like a um, split season with uh, the Green Bay Gamblers. And then he's, I think he's going back to Warroad for a couple of months. And then he's playing postseason with the Gamblers. So that's what I did last year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, your sisters also played high school hockey in Warroad and played division one hockey. How big of an, of an influence were they to you? Yeah, huge influences for sure. You know, um, three of them played D1 hockey and, you know, that was kind of the route for me, you know, just seeing, I was growing up with them, you know, going on visits with them. You know, I remember going um, to visit in the North, in the North Dakota arena with Kayla and, you know, just being in that like type of environment was just crazy to me. So was, they're definitely a huge inspiration on why I'm going NCAA for sure. You were drafted by Colonial Rockets in the dub, uh, have they gone in contact with you and try to get you to come to the WHL instead of going to the D1 route and playing in the U.S.? Because I know a lot yeah, of teams sure. do I mean, that, right? Yeah. 
yeah, last year um, in uh, I think January, they're really just like knocking on my door, kind of just, you know, asking my agent and me a lot, you know, kind of just doing some interviews and stuff like that saying, you know, like, well, you'll be our top guy here and stuff. So they wanted me to sign, but I was kind of just like, I'm kind of set on like Clarkson and university, you know? So that's kind of just like, that's already like installed into my head that I'm going to be there and go on there. So that's the route for me. So. So, okay. So you played the last two Freddie tourneys in Saskatoon with your home team, the Eagle Lake chiefs. How was it playing in the best of the best tourney? Yeah, it was great. Um, you know, our first year in, we uh, got second. I think the game, like in that championship game, that uh, first year for us, we, uh, it was such like a nail biter, like went to overtime, went to a shootout, lost in a shootout, but like, you know, just to get there was uh, unreal with like a lot of my relatives from Eagle Lake. So that was definitely a fun experience. Um, like this year we didn't do as well, but, you know, we hope to come back stronger next year. So how was it uh, the year you guys made it to the ship? How was it playing five games in one day? on the Sunday? Definitely a lot. You know, we were definitely fighting some uh, injuries and kind of like um, some tiredness for sure. So it definitely wasn't the easiest thing to do, but we like, we managed it for sure. You know, we got there. So do you think a championship game should go in the shootout or just straight overtime till someone scores? I would say, Honestly, I don't mind a shootout, but in a big tournament like that, I feel like the fans would want, um, you know, finish in overtime. So I'd probably go overtime. If you, uh, what's your shootout move? Triple deke like Gordon Bombay, or just close your eyes and shoot? <laughs> uh, probably the dad suit for you, like, oh yeah, backhand, forehand, backhand, and then yeah, that's kind of my go-to a little bit whenever I get in a shootout. So. Would you ever do the the other Datsuk when he just flips the puck? Like he's taking the goalie one side and he'll just flip it over the goalie. Would you ever uh Yeah, try yeah, that? that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I don't think I didn't have the nerve to try that, <laughs> that little flip. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, def- it's definitely tough. Um, is there anyone that comes comes to your mind when I'm thinking of players that you played against in the Freddies? Like, wow. This guy sh- should be playing pro. This guy's a really – he's a stud. Because there's a lot of players that that played in the Freddy that, that could be playing pro hockey. Yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't get, a, like, a lot of names in Freddy that I kind of knew. But there's, like, some guys that I recognize, like Hunter Mayo. I think he yeah. played on Canoe Lake Young Guns. He was pretty good. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple young guys that I knew that played in the Western Hockey League that were uh, – kind of lighting it up there so that was fun to see uh you're attending clarkson university in uh 23 24 to play for the golden knights uh what sold you to commit to to clarkson it was uh their coaching staff i kind of just uh i connected with them really well and uh you know they said when i go in i'm gonna be like one of their top guys so that's kind of something that really like interested me and you know, they play in the ECAC conference and they usually go to the tur- like top 16 tournament every year. So they usually get out of there like either first or second. So that's always like a big thing for me is like kind of making those big tournaments and they do that. So that's kind of like I was happy with that. And then, you know, they just got like uh, $30 million renovation. So they got a whole bunch of like new uh, new stuff that is nice. Like they're shoot- they got like a shooting facility. 
it's called a rapid shot. They got like a football weight room, a brand new locker room and like a media room and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a pretty nice school. Uh, have you decided what you're going to study yet? I'm thinking just something in business for right now. I'm not uh, totally sure, but yeah. So you should take business then uh, be like a res hockey scout just for attorneys and you'll probably make good, yeah. good money. It's like, Hey, I got a team that wants you to play, but just give me uh give me some of your thousand dollars in a room that you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice for sure. Uh, you're currently playing for the tri city storm. Like we mentioned earlier, um, how, how is that? Like how is training camp and exhibition season going? Uh, it went pretty well, actually. So I played three preseason games, but, uh, last Friday, I actually just tore my MCL. So I'm going to be out for two months. So I think tomorrow I'm going to be heading back to Winnipeg and then I'm going to be doing uh, physio there. So hopefully, you know, when I come back, I'm going to be stronger and, you know, I'm pretty focused right now. So I'm just going to be like really committed to, um, recovery. So when a draft pick gets hurt like that, does the NHL team contact you right away just to see how you're doing and tell you like, okay, this is what we kind of have planned for you and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. And like, um, you know, my agent reached out to me too, as well, kind of just like, you know, going to explore some options, like see what he wanted to see what he could do and stuff like that. And, you know, the teams, they kind of like, I know uh, my university called, checked up on me, see what they could do. So they're all like really supportive and stuff like that. And like the MCL tear, that's probably like the best one to get out of the ligaments for sure. Yeah. Cause it's like, you don't, you don't need surgery for it. So. So, uh, Let's talk about your music playlist when you want to get pumped up before a game. I we always ask this because yeah. we like want we, we like to wonder what what's on the playlist. So what's on your playlist when you want to get pumped up for a game? Yeah, for sure. So like a lot of rap, um, a lot of Drake, O3 Greedo, and then Travis Scott. Like I listen to a lot of their songs. Definitely like just good pump up songs. It's usually like the same songs too that I have in my like game day playlist. So. Uh, the only one I knew that you mentioned is Drake. <laughs> We're just old yeah. guys. You don't... And the only yeah. other rapper I know is J. Cole. Do you listen to J. Cole? J. Cole, yeah, a little bit. What about techno? Do you like listening to techno music? Techno? I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, maybe ask your... Uh... Your uncle Kenny, what techno music is? Because I'm sure he used to listen <laughs> yeah. to techno back in his day. Uh, <laughs> as we mentioned, your uncle Kenny, like how big an influence, like was your dad Vince and Uncle Kenny, like Eagle Lake back in the day, like back in the 80s and early 90s, they were a strong team, just like how you guys are now. Just so, like, how was it watching watching those guys play like North American back in the day? Yeah, for sure. They're definitely like uh, like a powerhouse team. Um, like I know my grandpa was kind of like a big influence on them too. He kind of got like the the team started. So I'd say definitely like my grandpa, like he's a huge inspiration for, you know, kind of starting hockey in Eagle Lake and kind of he got my dad and, you know, Uncle Kenny on onto hockey, he trained them just like on the pond and stuff. So that was it's definitely neat, like hearing some of his stories and stuff like that. So one guy that I used to be scared of when I used to play Eagle Lake when I was your age was uh, Johnson. 
Johnson used to scare the crap yeah. out of me. He just had that crazy <laughs> look, and I see, and I, yeah. the game we played, he had a game in the morning, and we watched that, and I seen him slap a two-handed guy, and it scared the crap out of me. So, and we were playing Eagle League that afternoon. And I yeah. was scared because Johnson just scared the crap out of me. Yeah. But you weren't going in the corners with that. Oh no, I wasn't. And I hooked him and I knocked him down. <laughs> and I was just waiting for him to punch me. But he didn't. He just gave <laughs> it away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What about your sticks? What kind of sticks do you like, like using? Like your blade and your in your pat your well, your flex and your pattern, I guess. Yeah. So I've been using the uh Bauer Hyperlates for the past like two or three years. So I use uh P92. 87 flex and then i get like uh um plus four inches um built-in extension so like they're already like because i'm a taller guy so like yeah. they're they're just fit for my height i don't really like using the wooden plugins i find that they crack and from the glue and stuff like that yeah. so i don't really like that so i've been using the same sticks for the past few years you know it's kind of been working so might as well stick with it how many sticks did you get at the beginning of the year um i have six right now I think we each guy can get 12. So I can get six more probably at like Christmas time. Are you going to bring them home once the season's done? And just, uh, I would love to have 12 sticks. Right, Bush? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start summer stocking. Yeah. What about your skates? Are you a bar guy, true guy, or a CCM? Yep. So I used to use trues like all throughout like Peewees, Bantams, stuff like that. And I kind of switched over to Bauer because that's what, uh, that's what this league uses over here. USHL has a sponsorship with uh, Bauer. So that's kind of what we use for like sticks, pants, gloves, stuff like that. So past like two years I've been with Bowers. So nice. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give young guys who are not sure what they want to do? If they want to go to major junior route or go to college route, the way like the route you're going, what would you t- uh, give advice to? Yeah, um, definitely, you know, just grind in the gym and on ice and catch someone's attention. And, uh, you know, hopefully, like if you have an agent, they'll definitely help out with that a lot for sure. Or like an advisor, they'll definitely, they'll like advise for you which way, um, whatever you want to go. So it's definitely up to you. Like it's definitely preference. Before we let you go, we'll finish our interview with our famous five rapidness questions. You ready? Yeah. Number one, baked or fried bannock? Fried bannock. Number two. What's the number number two again, Bush? Do you ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or a door? (laughs) (laughs) No, I haven't. (laughs) Not once. You should, uh, in your background, you should put up a bed sheet just to see what your roommate will say. Yeah, (laughs) I have to. (laughs) <laughs> number three ever see Ernest Muniaz live in concert I have not no no you, you lived in Winnipeg for a number of years I thought you'd probably be seeing him a couple of yeah. times <laughs> no I've only gone to a few concerts but that doesn't ring a bell no uh number four Indian taco or Bannock burger Bannock burger oh that's a tough one I think uh, Bannock Burger for sure. Yeah, good choice. Good choice. Fifth yeah. and last question: Can you jig? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can. <laughs> right on. 
Uh, well, thanks, Damon, for coming on the show. Uh, we appreciate taking time into your schedule, and uh, we hope you get back and come back healthier than ever. And uh, all the best to you, man. Yep. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Damon. All Good right. luck this season. Yep. See you, Damon. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Recording progress. Got it. You. That was a good interview with Mr. Damon Gardner. Yes, it was. It has a bright feature, like we mentioned earlier. And yeah. good to see. I love that he's going to college. Wrote. Mm-hmm. Go to school while you're playing. Yep. Playing some hockey and get your degree, your diploma. So good for him. And yeah. Good to see some more youth indigenous players going that route. Okay, Bush has uh, this week's okay. top five. So, Okay, I do have the top five. This is uh, a collaboration of minds of the sort between my, myself and Sue, or you can say between Sue and me, or between me and Sue, however gram- grammatically correct you want to say it. <clears throat> These are, in no order, <laughs> the top five reasons res hockey podcasts suggest why you should get new hockey equipment or the top five <laughs> reasons we give is why we get new hockey equipment. <laughs> okay <clears throat> number five you had a good off season you're down 10 pounds and you need to show off some new speed hey happens to me yeah but i end up gaining that weight back so i gotta go start, <laughs> go back to my old stuff <laughs> uh, the next reason your hair grew out. Your helmet doesn't fit no more. You got to get a new helmet. That's more you with your big, uh, your flow. <laughs> oh, it tells you I can adjust the helmets. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, the garage sales and hand-me-downs yielded a good crop of free stuff and giveaways. True. True. Yep. Number number two, you got a brand new credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the, like the ones like uh, the Canadian Tire ones. We oh yeah, the, oh, the that triangle ho- ones. That pro hockey life is part of that Canadian Tire family. Yep. So and you get those those triangle points for yep. like at sport check and that. Yeah, and the, and the number one reason why you need new hockey equipment is because the last tournament of the season you lost your hockey stuff. You don't know which truck you put it in. That ha- that has <laughs> happened. This happened. True I story lost my hockey bag before. <laughs> Before a tournament started, and I had to put a Facebook status like, "Anyone seen my hockey equipment?" It was or fun. one of our draft family members. Was it uh, Weeks? Oh yeah, you got his uh, draft tournament. Uh, he was in a draft tournament. What city? In Calgary. In Calgary, we think. I think. I think. I don't know. Trevor knows for sure, but he had all his hockey equipment stolen. The whole thing. Well, would you want to steal scratch. hockey equipment? Yeah, I know. Take it to play it again. They're gonna give you like not they're gonna give like you like half 10 of bucks. what it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get ten bucks for a pair of skates. Yeah. Five bucks for your gloves. Like it's there's no point of stealing hockey equipment. I know. Why would you steal another man's jock? Yeah. Like oh, but anyways. Those are top five reasons why you need brand new hockey equipment or why you get new hockey equipment. I like number one is you got a brand new credit card. <laughs> That's B, man. Or I yeah, mean, B. Number, that, that number two. two. <laughs> That's good Would reason. you tell your spouse that you applied for a new credit card, not tell her that you were approved, then just go oh, out there I, and 
by well, I would absolutely tell her. I'm getting so much trouble. Um. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just paid uh, fourteen hundred dollar on skates and <laughs> message me your address later, Bush, and I'll just uh, I'll <laughs> yeah. apply and use your address as your home yeah. address. That's my home address, and my bill will go yeah. here. I'll give you permission <laughs> to uh, open open my uh, bill every month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll drop my pen. All right. Uh, one thing I want to talk about quickly. Uh, you mentioned about you gave the shout out to hockey parents that hockey season's yes. here and spending all that time in the arenas. Is uh, I went to a hockey practice. I went to SJ's hockey practice. He's a novice. I think it's they call it U eight or U nine. Okay. Uh, I went. I took him to his practice Saturday, and one thing that that I I saw a lot and is parents on their phone on their phones while kids are practicing. Um, I put away my phone because SJ was always waving to me, making sure mm-hmm. I was watching. So I had to pay attention to him and I was just, he was always waving, making sure that I wasn't on my phone. But, mm-hmm. and the sad thing is a lot of these kids were doing the same thing, trying to wave oh. to their parents trying to get their attention it's like okay look at me mom i'm yeah. skating i'm puck handling i'm shooting for in this drill and parents just have their heads down on their phones and they're missing out while their kids are mm-hmm. doing their drills I'm like get off your fucking phone pay attention to your kid and, because i'm sure the kid is like they're they get down and sad when they see their yeah. parents not paying attention to them right the practice is 50 minutes. It's not hard to stay off your phone, off social media for an hour tops because your kid's practicing. Mm-hmm. It goes with games too. Like the kids, when they notice that you're paying attention, they're going to be happy. They're going to try harder. They're going to want to shoot harder, skate harder. So fuck, man. Oops. What the f- I just bumped to my desk. <laughs> stay off your fucking phones and pay attention to your kids. Who cares what who is saying on Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and MySpace yeah. and MySpace OnlyFans and yeah um, my my Knet? <laughs> Did you ever have one of those my Knet uh, web pages? It was like the it was like oh, a I never heard of it. You never heard of Knet? No. It was like uh like a res res. Uh, website and people can make like their own pages. It was, it was almost like a high five, but like a okay. res, like a res version. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, going back to my what I was talking about, parents, stay off your phones, pay attention to your kids, because it was, it was, I was really annoyed. Um, I was annoyed, so I had to put my phone away. Just <laughs> kidding. Yeah. But what truth though, right? Like, yeah. Like, I don't wanna like parents gotta just get off their phones and pay attention to your kids. Mm, yes. I mean, it's okay to talk with other parents just as long as you're watching what's going on and stuff like that. So maybe leave your phone in the car while you're taking yeah. your kids into the arena. It's not gonna hurt anyone. 
I'm sure that Facebook drama will still be there when you get out of, out of the arena. Know, yeah, absolutely. So well, your kids will appreciate it and appreciate you more when you pay pay attention to them. So that's my that's our uh, my two cents for this week. So, and another thing, a parent asked me as a scout, what do you look for in a player? Um, this this parent, his kid, his son, I guess I'll say he, his son is going into high school but wants to play junior hockey down the road. And I told his parent that you know, what I look for, it's just more than stats on the game sheet. I said, I'll look the way he reacts when he misses up a, a pass or he doesn't get a pass. Will he slam his stick? Will he get pissed off and kick the boards? Stuff like that. Like it drives me up, drives me up the wall when I see a kid slam his stick against the glass or against the, the boards when something doesn't work. Um, It shows me that, that he's immature and he, He's a, a big baby, right? Well, because I think that's the one thing I look into when I watch, when I scout games is how is that kid play without the puck? How, how is he when he's on the bench? Is he encouraging his teammates? Is he sitting down pouting? There's, there's more than just scoring and passing and a lot of it's playing a lot of it's attitude. Yeah. Um, like I'll go to the game, like I'll go to the arena early and I'll I'll see them, I'll watch them walk in. Like, is he uh have a smile on his face? How how's he is he wearing a nice suit? Is he his is his tie tied up? Is his shoelace undone? Stuff like that because <laughs> presentation, right? You wanna look good. That's you true. look good, you play good. You wanna see a lot of these kids just not come into the rink half like all sloppy dressed up and shit like that. But, but yeah, if you young guys are listening and you want to know what scouts look at, yeah, like your play away from the puck. Don't slam your sticks. Don't get mad at your teammates. Don't embarrass your teammates. Just keep skating hard. If you miss a pass, if you don't get a pass, just next shift, work harder to get that pass or make that pass. Always don't dwell on your last shift because when you keep think you're going to start overthinking, then that's when you're going to start making more mistakes. So just forget about your last shift and think about, your, okay, I, I got to do this. My next shift, I got to do this. I got to do that. Think about your next shift instead of your past shift. So that goes for you too, Bush. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I, I try to do for that. All those passes that you, you don't make. Yeah. Don't dwell on them. Just think about your next shift. Okay. It was okay. Last in July, before that tournament, we that old timers tournament here in Kenora. Yep. Bush was on my team at the scrimmage, and Bush couldn't fucking pass me the puck of his life, depending on it. <laughs> <laughs> it was either in my skate blade or. <laughs> okay, it's summer hockey. It's summer hockey. Yeah. Takes a while. <laughs> so yeah, that's my advice for you young players and you par- and the parents. 
It's just more than goals and assists and points. Oh, I just uh, earlier we were going to do the show earlier, but I text Bush and I had a, a family uh, emergency. I had to go pick up my daughter, Anna, at her friend's house, which is like an hour outside Kenora. So I was on the way back. You know, when you listen to serious radio and you just start bumping and start singing and I was like, I noticed myself saying all this like bad words, like uh, that Nelly <laughs> Hutton here. Yeah. It's a song about like sex, I guess. It's like, and so I was singing it, and Anna was just looking at me weird, like, "You gross!" <laughs> like I was like, "Shit, I can't sing these songs around with my kids in the, in the <laughs> yeah. Just made it really awkward. It's like, oh, turn a channel. Yeah, <laughs> you can't listen to these uh, old bar songs and work because. Now that your kids are old enough to know what the hell you're singing, and it's kind of <laughs> really awkward. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Yeah, <laughs> take off all your clothes. <laughs> oh That's, my god, has that happened to you when you when you're with your kids? It's just yeah, uh, more or less. No, I just turned the channel. Yeah, it, it's funny. I just laugh now, but yeah, it was totally awkward with my daughter. <laughs> I gotta change the station. So, anything else before we uh, take off? Um, nope. Uh, nope. Hey, what about that fucking Leafs and Milk sponsoring them on their jersey? Is that kind of cheap? Like, of all the sponsors you can get <laughs> in the world, you gotta get Milk. Like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, who who owns, like... What company is that? Is it just milk or is that like a provincial government company no or idea. like milk? It's just like saying beer. Like what beer? Yeah. Who owns beer? What beer company? Or milk Ontario, maybe? That's pretty embarrassing. Like put something cool on your yeah. as a jersey <laughs> patch. If you had to pick a patch for your the sponsor, a team. Say sponsor the Oilers. What company would that be? Hmm, that is a good question. It wasn't. It was pretty cool that the Leafs got TikTok on their helmets. Yeah. I noticed that the Oilers don't have sponsors on their helmets. No, they're choosing not to. You guys are cheap. No, they're just choosing not to. Hmm, I would. Hmm, maybe like KFC or something would be cool on a jersey. I think definitely KFC. Or even uh, Chester Fried Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Mary Jane's? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was, was, I don't know. I shook my head when milk. Uh, Or the St. Regis Hotel. Or or the Marlboro in Winnipeg. Marlboro, yeah. Or uh, Teddy Bob's. Teddy Bob's. Or like like an old, uh, old fashioned bar. Yeah. Or the Westbrook in Winnipeg. <laughs> as a sponsor. Yeah. Leafs do something better. Who I mean, milk is good for you, I guess, but be more original. <laughs> is that it before we take off? I think so. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. Don't forget this Friday, September 30th, Truth yes. and Reconciliation. Wear your orange. 
Say yep. a prayer for those that didn't come back and for those who are still struggling mm-hmm. uh, with the history of residential school. So be kind, be nice, and remember. And uh, with that being said, we'll see you next week. See you next week. For episode 58. 58. 58. 58. Yeah. Now take care of each take care of each other. Love each other, and we'll see you again. Peace. Yep.